0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello.
1: How are you? Uh, Pretty good. How about yourself? It is so busy. I'm going to, before we get into the pod, let us do a little, woe Was us. Uh, there is so much going on with Christmas stuff and, and we have a new and unique opportunity for you after nine listeners to hear us on the radio in a different way, because starting tomorrow, our great station in London, 103.1 Fresh Radio goes all Christmas and we've never done a Scott and Cat radio show with the all Christmas format that's new for us
0: i'm i'm pretty excited about well you know me i love christmas but i'm pretty excited about that Finally, we're on an official Christmas station.
1: <laughs> it's going to be great. And you can stream that. Just open up the Radio Player Canada app and search for 103.1 Fresh Radio and you get nonstop Christmas music. Uh, in Barrie, though, you still hear the same old bullshit that we normally do with all the same music we normally play. Uh, oh, and then same on energy and beat and stuff like that. It's great. Kat, we um, have a lot to talk about in this episode of After 9, and I want to start off with something, something a little scandalous. Oh, I love scandal. We're going to save the Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend. We're going to start off with Will Smith. There's some new accusations out about Will Smith. And frankly, I don't not believe them. Really? Okay, okay. So
0: let's fill you in here for a second. So Will Smith, back in the day, and I think this is the 90s if I'm correct. He was uh, friends with this guy, brother. How do you say his name? Dwayne. No, 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 no. The guy who's spilling the tea. Oh. The ex-assistant slash ex-friend. Brother, anyway, whatever. Who cares? So there's a guy that used to be his friend, and he's also his ex-assistant, according to him. But they, the Smith family never even confirmed he was an ex-assistant. Let's go with maybe he was. But he was definitely a, used to be a friend. So he claims, actually, why don't we hear, hear from him on what he saw back in the day. I saw sexual acts that I, when I walked in on. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin So I'm running all over the, the the studio He's not in his dressing room I go to the cafeteria I'm like, where is this guy at? So now I'm holding Dwayne down too So I have the keys to his dressing room Alright, I open the door to Dwayne's dressing room And that's when I see Dwayne And having a- sex with Will There was a couch And Will was bent over on the couch And Dwayne was standing up Killing him Murder Like, oh, murder God. It was murder in there holy What shit. did you do? Even when I was with the Darren Hairlights and I finally said,
1: oh, I would too. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. Oh, oh, shit. What? I opened
0: this door. (laughs) Listen, this is an allegation. Can I just
1: play that one part back? That's great. I hadn't heard that part of it. Standing up, killing him, murder, like murder. There was murder in there. What did you do? Even, man, that is wild.
0: I don't know, though. Like, let, let me tell you. So this guy, Brother Bilal, Bilal. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but who cares? So he also went on to talk about Will Smith's penis. Oh, it's as big as a pinky toe. It's nothing to really get excited about. I don't believe that. I, uh,
1: I think he's probably got thing. a beautiful
0: penis. I'm sure it's i <laughs> sure <it's> a penis <laughs> I'm sure it's a nice, I'm sure it's, I can't even say that. I'm just, I'm sure it's a penis. Okay. Sure. But listen, I think that this guy sounds like someone who's a little bit bitter to me. So I don't really fully trust these allegations. So that's what happened. It was on a random podcast and no one's heard of this guy up until now. Right. So keep that in mind too. Now let's move on to after this came out, after this podcast came out and people went, excuse me, Will Smith was fucking someone. What's that? Or sorry, Will Smith was getting fucked by someone. Was Getting he,
1: murdered yeah, by Yes, he
0: said it was It was Dwayne giving it to Will, okay? And, and by the way, Dwayne Martin, you can look him up. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's a very, like, pretty well-known actor. Um, he hasn't said anything yet on this. He may be in the mindset of, like, I'm not even going to bother answering to this rumor. But you know the Smith family is. Yep. So sure enough, right away, Will Smith's uh, rep is slamming this rumor. Quote, this story is completely fabricated. The claim is unequivocally false. Um, and Jada had something to say as well. Now, Jada went on The Breakfast Club um, to talk about this specifically. Yeah, I think it was just yesterday. And says that they're actually planning to take legal action against this guy. Not just because of this, but because earlier to this, they had already planned to because he tried to shake them down for money to not say anything about something that they claim isn't true. What do you say all the allegations? It's, it's, it's like, you know,
1: like so many boomers. Anything Keep you want to say, Thank we still I know
0: that's right. Thank you, Miss Pinkett. We suing. We suing. Uh, but she did go on on that interview to say that it's unbelievable what happened. If you guys knew the whole story about this guy, so there could just be this guy uh, probably is just shaking them down for money. I I think. Okay. Not to say he didn't maybe see something at some point in the past. Like we don't really know that for sure. But it sounds like he this
1: guy's just out for money. Okay. Well, counterpoint, and just as a possibility. It's also possible that it's all true. Maybe he did. It's possible. I mean, look, we don't know. No, but I mean, hear me out here. If if maybe he did see something, I'd heard a few stories about Will and it's none of my business, so I just turned the other way. Now I hear this and I'm gonna, after this podcast, probably forget about Will Smith having sex with other men. It, It really doesn't matter to me what he does in his personal life. No. All I'm saying is it's possible that yes, this is true, it's also possible that, yes, he did try to shake them down for money. So I don't necessarily blame the Smiths for wanting to go and, oh, we're going to sue. Because if you sue, you're, you're adamant enough that it's a lie. And, and whatever happens in court happens, either way, it buys you enough time that the public forgets about it. Whether it's true or not, they're going to say it's not true. As for this guy, he's got a story to tell. He worked for Will Smith.
0: Yeah, I mean, apparently they were like really close friends. Really close friends. So, like, if that's true, that's... If it's true that he's lying, it's such a shame. Either way, it's a shame, actually. Never mind if he's lying or not. It's still a shame that you go and spill shit about someone who, even if you once were close with them and you don't like them anymore, you don't need to go sharing all the... Like you said, it's a personal thing. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter who you decide to have sex with. Uh, You didn't do anything wrong. I mean, my opinion. So, like... (laughs)
1: Just shut up. Okay. Don't bother. Counterpoint. What about all the times that Will and Jada have portrayed themselves as in a very happy, loving relationship and, oh, we're great. Everything's good. Maybe all those rumors that it wasn't all sunshine and bliss and that they were seeing other people could be true as well. Will was maybe into dudes. Maybe Jada was into girls. I have no idea. And again-
0: She wasn't a young man, I'll tell you. That we know. I, um, yeah, no, very young men.
1: Yeah. She's, she she should be just staying out of this one, but either way, uh, that is the accusation against Will Smith. Obviously he's denying it, but it kind of adds up with some of the other rumors that we've heard in the past about Will and many, many other Hollywood stars. Now that's the Will Smith side of things. Let's go to the Tiger Woods side of things, because this one is skeezy. I
0: am so, uh, I'm glad that not, that this is officially dropped in a way, but I'm s- pissed off. I'm pissed off that this could even happen. So Tiger Woods obviously went through hell and back and did very bad things. We all know this, right? You go way back. Uh, he he did some bad things, and, and very, very publicly, he was kind of, I don't even want to say he was canceled. He was muted for a bit, though, right? And then he... And then he had his accident and he came back from that. And he's been through a lot of shit. So when he starts dating someone new, you can imagine it's a very, it's very difficult for him because do you trust that person or not? Right. You're going to tell a lot of things to that person. So what does he do? His girlfriend at the time, this is back when he first started dating her in 2017. He gets her to sign an NDA. And I feel like, yeah, if I was Tiger Woods, I'd probably get everyone to sign an NDA too. Just like Justin Bieber, just like Britney Spears, whoever it is, just because you want to protect yourself. There's enough rumors and enough shit going on about you. So he did. Her name is Erica Herman. So Erica Herman and Tiger Woods... I want to say broke up, but Tiger Woods dumped her. What happened was Erica thought that she was heading to the airport to meet with Tiger Woods on a plane. I still love this story.
1: It's fucking great. True story. (laughs) So, If I had a private jet, I would totally do this to dump somebody.
0: So what usually would happen with her is is Tiger's team would be like, oh, Erica, pack your bags. We're off to Spain. You got to pack your bags. Tiger's there. He's playing in a tournament. He wants you to come. And she'd just pack and then go in the car and be taken wherever she's taken. So that happened one day. Hey, Tiger's going to meet you. Pack all your things. Pack a lot because you're going to be gone for a while. And she's like, cool. So she packs her shit. She gets in the car. She gets taken to the airport. When she gets out of the car, they're like, bye. <laughs> you're not meeting Tiger. It's over. So basically his team broke up with her. So she's pissed. She's pissy. She signed an NDA, though, keep in mind. So what does she do? She decides to try to appeal the NDA. Now, this is an ironclad NDA. And the only way to get out of an NDA like this one is is to use what's called the Speak Out Act. The Speak Out Act is only to be used when there is violence, harassment, assault, anything in that category. Then you're allowed to get out of the NDA. So she basically went to a judge and said, I was assaulted. It wasn't necessarily at the hands of Tiger, though. I think she said him and his team, his agents, his people, assaulted me physically, emotionally, blah, 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 to try to get out of this NDA. Because from what we can tell, she wants to write a book.
1: Exactly. Right? She wants to cash in on she this. She wants to cash in. And she's a little bitter that the relationship ended, that her gravy train has stopped, and that she's not getting this lavish lifestyle that she wanted from Tiger Woods. So, what does she do? She turns into a bitch and starts lying. So, we know that it's a lie now,
0: even though we figured, but we know it's a lie now for sure because she just dropped her sexual assault lawsuit against Tiger, as well as her appeal to non disclosure. Not just that, and this is where I think money was involved under the table she came out with a statement saying she was never assaulted by he or any of his team members and she wants to drop the whole thing. She cut a deal. She cut a deal. Had to have cut but a But that's deal. so fucked up, though. Like, that's that the fact that Tiger was in that position. You can think about Tiger, what you want about his past. Who cares? But to do that to somebody and then to have him probably hand over some more money or something and another NDA just to get her to go away. Like, he's never going to trust anyone again. How can you trust anyone ever again?
1: Well, I mean, okay, so yeah, I I absolutely hear what you're saying. I think that when you meet the right person, you can get into a stage where there is complete trust and you just know that that would never happen. I, I know that that would never happen to me in my situation. It would never happen to you in your situation. But every now and again, we pick the wrong person. And that's how these people end up in our lives that want to do shit like this. Her claiming she was assaulted so that she could use the technicality of the speak out clause to allow her to get out of it. She had no problem taking money for the NDA, if that's what she did. Uh, I have, Which is horseshit. Uh, See, yep. this is where
0: I think legal action should be taken against her. She needs to suffer something for lying. She admitted she lied to a court, well, taking up
1: time. Or is she just saying now she lied because now she's got a second offer, the money she wanted, or at least some of the money she wanted, and she had to sign another NDA? I, I don't know if we'll ever know the truth, but one yeah. thing I will say is if you make a false accusation like that, It should be a criminal charge. There's way too many people with the power to destroy other people's lives. Yeah. And lots of times it's not even true or verified. Not to mention the court of public opinion gets a hold of it before an actual court gets a hold of it. And this shit blows up with no foundation for it.
0: I'm glad he had an NDA. And like I said, I'm not surprised a lot of these stars do end up getting NDAs. And by all means, if something happens in that relationship that's wrong, yeah, I hope that 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 gets out there. I hope that they're able to speak up about it. But that wasn't the case here, clearly. I think, like, I just think that something else needs to happen here. And it's, but of
1: course, the courts are busy enough. So they're probably just like, fine, drop it, go away. A uh, new report commissioned by the government of Ontario to look into the finances of Ontario's colleges and universities says it's time to end the tuition freeze in Ontario. Back in 2019, tuition was frozen and it's remained frozen since 2019. This report says the universities aren't making enough money, so they've got to take off the freeze so they can raise tuition on students, and then the universities want the government to give them even more money per student so that they don't have to rely so much on international students to make money. Mm, okay. I, uh... I don't understand where they're coming from on this one. It sounds very much like they want more money so that they can pay themselves more money. And there's really no commitment here to any better an education for students. If they lift the freeze on tuition, that means the price is going to go up for students who want to go to post-secondary. I don't know that now's the time to be raising prices on anybody for anything. But whatever. These are the academics, so to speak. Raising the price but not increasing the quality of the education seems completely ludicrous to me.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. But it's also such a system that they just love money. They're just nom, nom, nom. Give me all your money.
1: They remind me of banks in a lot of cases. Yeah. Like just in it for the money. That's
0: why it doesn't surprise me.
1: The way they treat international students in this country, we bring them here so we can fleece them of money. We charge them a fortune to come to our schools and we're not the only country who does it my kids going to school in the states and i'm paying a lot more than someone who lives in state however here we really take advantage of them mm-hmm. and we brought them here and there wasn't even anywhere for them to go we didn't even have enough res spaces for all of them and if they try and rent something off campus they're completely fucked
0: i know i feel for them i do
1: Listen, if you're coming here as an international student, do your research before you come here, first and foremost. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Just know what you're getting into. We have a massive housing crisis here. Make sure you've got a guaranteed res room. And if you're going to pay exceptional money, far more than the person sitting right next to you, Mm -hmm. you should be demanding better quality education. If you're not getting good customer service for your 10, 15, 20 grand a year, demand it. You're buying a service from these people. You should get more. And same with students in Ontario. It is re- I'm glad that this is just a report at this point because I don't want to read a story that Doug Ford is lifting the, the freeze on tuition. That's not good for the schools. It's not good for the students. It's not good for anybody. So hopefully this report goes exactly where it belongs in the garbage and they yeah, ignore it. Let's hope so. Couple of big grocery chains recorded their record, recorded reported their quarterly profits yesterday.
0: Oh, oh, and I'm sure they're just hurting, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Do you remember when those pricks tried to play poor, like yes? Oh, there's no money in groceries. Oh, we aren't
0: making any money off that.
1: Oh, we don't make money off groceries. It's a one percent markup.
0: Yeah, you the,
1: goddamn liars. The
0: pharmacy section makes a little bit of money, but otherwise, we don't make any money at all.
1: Loblaw's third quarter profit, third quarter. As in a three-month period, 16 weeks, profit, they made $621 million. Yeah. That's up from $556 million, the exact same period last year. They're all trying to play us like fiddles, aren't they? Revenue, up almost a billion dollars in one quarter at Loblaw. But they would have us believe... The groceries, there's no money in groceries. No. 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 They're doing us a favor by selling them, but they don't really make any money off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a terrible business.
0: They can't bring down any prices or or have any, any changes.
1: Right, right. They want us to think all their money is coming from Joe Fresh and shoppers. I have no doubt that they are making money off of those, but don't lie to us. I mean, you guys made $621 million profit in 16 weeks. We're paying higher prices than we ever have before. You guys committed to... In front of the government and parliament, you committed to stabilizing prices, working to lower prices. I think you could do a little better if you made $621 million in three three months. Uh, They're not the only one though. Metro sales increased by 14% in the quarter. Total profit, $222 million. Okay. Profit. And keep in mind, their staff was on strike in the biggest market in the country for like six weeks, and they still made $222 million in profit. At what point can we just stop the shit and just say, they're liars. They're lying to yeah, us.
0: But, and we'll never be able to know because we're not allowed to see anything.
1: Well, I was uh, listening to the finance minister yesterday. She's got her financial statement coming up next month. And, and she said, we're going to use every tool in the toolbox. All options are on the table. When she was asked about, would you tax the excessive profits at the grocery stores? She says it's still a possibility. Hmm. My concern is if they add a tax onto these pricks, they're just going to pass that extra expense onto us. Aren't they? I would. That's usually how it goes, Scott. I don't know what, what else they would do. Like they're actually going to make it worse trying to maybe, make it better. Maybe. But yeah. What do we do? We could, yeah, it, you- it's all well and good to say we need to increase uh, competition. We need to allow... Kroger and Walgreens and all the other American chains to come to Canada and then Loblaw and Metro and all these other people that yeah. are, have a monopoly would have to lower their prices. Yeah. It's going to take years before they set it, up shop.
0: That's here. true. It would, it would take a long time or a new grocery chain, any of that. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's it's going to be, it's going to take a lot of time and it's going to continue to be expensive in the meantime, I think.
1: I wouldn't mind a Wegmans up here.
0: A Wegmans, yeah. Wegmans
1: is great. Well, really, just just, the cafe. I don't
0: know. I just really want like a real Target, like an actual Target. That's all I want.
1: I think they should give Target another chance in Canada. They didn't do it right the first time. They want to blame us. Oh, Canadians didn't support it. No, you didn't give us the same
0: Target. It wasn't the same
1: Target at all. You gave us a rebranded Zellers. We wanted Target. It's so disappointing. Totally agree with you. Uh, The Toronto Public Library. Now giving us a little more info about the hack. You know what I don't understand the mm-hmm. Toronto public library got hacked and it's a weird thing for hackers to target the library system, but they went after the Toronto public library. They've been at a service for like two weeks because of this hack. Now they're saying the personal information of employees was taken in the cyber attack. It was, uh, staff oh. names. If you work for the library names, home address, social insurance ah, number, fuck. And copies of your government issued ID all taken in the attack. You assholes. Why why did you even have that saved?
0: Doesn't it make you feel a little bit better when like our company makes us do all of these courses and there's extra layers of security? Because honestly, the hacking has been really bad. I know someone who works for a company that was hacked had to redo all their shit, all of their shit because someone figured out their SIN number and all those other things and applied for credit cards in their names. And I mean, you name it. It's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass and you don't get anything for it. Like the company will say, sorry, but it sucks. So I feel for those employees there. If something, I assume something is going to come out of it. What happens when someone has like your SIN number and all that info? What can you do to protect yourself after that's already been leaked?
1: Uh, Can you change it? I don't think, I don't know if you can, you can change ch- it. Like, what do you do? Well, first and foremost, I think you've got to go out and buy that identity theft protection. There's like an insurance policy almost that you can buy for identity theft. Right. And it'll at least guarantee that what you have now, no one will ever be able to claim it's theirs. However, um, if somebody goes out and takes out a credit card in your name as if they're you, I don't know how that works. And if they've got your SIN yeah. number, your full name and your address and copies of your government ID... I have to think that it's yeah. going to be a no brainer for them to get a credit card unless your credit is that bad. That's messed up. Can you imagine you steal somebody's identity and go to get a credit card and their credit is so shit that you can't yeah. even get <laughs> you
0: one? Stole the wrong person's <laughs> shit.
1: You're bad. Um, so I hope that they get this taken care of. I mean- the hacks are the hacks. I assume that with all the IT professionals that we employ, they've figured out a way to try and defend us, but maybe there is no defending us. Well, let me just
0: say like and and we get we talk about it so often, but AI is coming into play here for these hackers as well. Like at a certain point these hackers are becoming smarter than the people protecting, and that's a problem. So, we need to pay people who understand how to use this AI for good. We need to pay them for good before they Take that money for bad Uh is basically what I'm trying to say.
1: Totally agree. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. CMHC, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, says seniors are choosing to age in their home rather than downsizing and put Uh, their homes on the market. Okay, As Canada looks to create additional housing to bring costs down, our national housing agency, who are just, (laughs) never mind, you see a lot of houses available? They're not doing a very good job. But uh, they say solutions geared towards seniors could include increasing supply from existing units by creating secondary suites or laneway homes. What's a laneway home? It'd be like the second house on your current property.
0: Okay, got it, got it, okay.
1: I've actually got room for that. And I've considered putting up like a small tiny house on my property for the kids or just as like a party room, maybe rent it out on Airbnb. I don't know, but I actually have room for that. And I have looked into that. When it comes to the seniors, two things. We flagged this issue almost a year ago, Mm -hmm. that seniors are a big problem. I'm using the example of my own mom again. She lives alone. She's got a three-bedroom house with a double driveway and garage. She's got a fenced-in backyard. It would be a perfect home for a family that needs one, but she's not moving out, and she never will. Yeah, And there's a lot of seniors that are like that. Maybe even your parents are like that. Are they ready to sell their nice house and check into a a fucking condo in Leamington?
0: No, it's funny. I was just talking to them about that. I'm like, how long do you think they have a very nice size property? Like in terms of tons of space, um, lots of, uh, lots of green area around them kind of thing. They actually have property. And I was just talking to my dad about that actually last week. Like, I'm like, you're kind of in a good spot, though. But to be honest with you, I'm not discouraging them from leaving. Like, I'm not going to try to tell them to leave there because they're in a good spot. Because I know that once the interest rates go down, they're going to get a really good bang for their buck at that place. And they they don't have a mortgage, right? That's the thing. That's the other thing that people need to realize with these older people that are living in these homes, in these detached homes. Most of them don't have a mortgage. So the interest rates are not impacting them in that way. So that's not forcing them out. So like you said, the only way to get them out is to intrigue them by something else. That's right. And they're not being intrigued
1: by these things. No, because these dipshits that are creating this housing strategy have completely ignored the biggest relief that we could possibly get. Do you know what would happen if all of the seniors that are aging in their big, huge, paid off homes, do you know what would happen if they all decided, you know what, that, that, Margaritaville Seniors Resort <laughs> that just opened up between Guelph and Toronto looks real nice. I'm going to go there and they're going to put their house on the market. And that's a nice large size family that now has a home. They've got all these homes and we're not building any. We're only building condos. So how do we get these people out? Build them places they want to go. <laughs>
0: Why don't we have those seniors
1: villages? I don't know. Like I know Kat, for, like, because like, the people in charge <clears throat> are stupid. Yeah, like that's what we need
0: more of. We need more of these villages. Give them a nice village. Don't and don't make it shit. Make it something like we said that you need to entice people to leave their homes. So give them a, basically a village full of people with similar interests as theirs, like they do in Florida. And anyone who who hasn't been to these villas in Florida, they re- in Florida they really are incredible. It's it's, the,
1: it's bigger and, than most cities.
0: It's incredible, and they have their own convenience stores, and they have shops, and they have all those things. S- set them up to want to be there. Because right now we have nothing that makes people in those positions like your mom want to
1: leave. She has Why? no desire to leave. Why? That's the thing. But I'll tell you, if if the powers that be, Justin Trudeau, Doug Ford, and mayor of whatever city you're listening in, if they all had a head on their shoulders, they would say, okay, listen, it's going to take us years to build enough condos for all the people that are coming here. It's going to take us twice as long to build houses for the people that want houses and not condos. Let's solve a problem in the immediate uh, in, in mm-hmm. the immediate time frame. So we're going to take a hundred acres of land in that hundred acres of land. We figure we can build a thousand two bedroom homes that all have a little tiny bit of land, a little place to Small park guys. the car. Yeah. That's all you need. Even if it was like a glorified trailer park, you set up a Walmart, you set up a, uh, sunset grill, you set up a bank because ha- seniors still like going to the bank. Hospital, just in case. A hospital. You put all <laughs> Makes that it shit convenient. You could create an entire city of old people yeah. and give them all golf carts to drive around in. They'll probably sell off their cars too and that'll solve another problem. Honestly. Listen, seniors control the housing market right now. The only way they're going to get out of it is if they die. And sometimes they won't even put it on the market. They'll will it to their kids that yeah. are probably already living in the basement anyway. If you guys want to free up homes in the immediate time frame, build shit for seniors because they're living in the houses Mm -hmm. that you guys need to solve the problem here. But nobody wants to do anything for seniors. If I had the money, damn right, I would build a senior living community that's cool. It would have a fucking Margaritaville. It would have a a Boston pizza. It would have places that seniors like to go. Tim Hortons on every corner. They'd be driving around in golf carts. All the driveways and would get cut or would get plowed automatically because they don't like to do that. Super serve the seniors. Watch how many homes become available. Mm-hmm. But these people are fucking dumb. Yeah. They can't figure this out. Between
0: that and not just generally speaking, not building any detached right now. Those are going to be like, the, we're, we're I'm so curious what we're going to look like Five to probably closer to 10 years in the future. I'm curious what this housing market's going to look like.
1: Me too. It's going to be weird. Kat, I honestly think your parents' house there, if they—if if it's just for round numbers, if it's worth a million dollars right now, it'll be worth two million in three years. Yeah, it might be. There's so many people coming here and nobody, it's like everybody's afraid to say, maybe we should stop letting people in just temporarily. Or maybe we should consider, hey, uh, right now with no immigrants, we can manage to build 10,000 homes a year. If we bring 5,000 immigrants here, we can go up to 30,000. Great. Bring those 5,000 here. We'll figure out somewhere for the 5,000 to go. Once those homes are built, they can move in. And then we can bring more people here. But we've got to go at a pace. We can't bring people here that have nowhere to sleep. That's why there's people sleeping on the street, and we're about to hit winter. Oh, Oh, honestly. So I think this is a solvable problem if people just think outside the box and get a little creative. But I'm telling you, it starts with the seniors. That's the immediate relief. Um... Yeah, let's talk about the Prime Minister. I feel bad for Justin Trudeau, and I never, ever say that. Never. The Prime Minister was in Vancouver on Tuesday night, and he was going out for dinner. He was in Chinatown in Vancouver. Protesters found out that the prime minister was there because he's not exactly inconspicuous anymore. He's got that massive, like, nineteen car motorcade now, and he looks like Biden when he's traveling.
0: Well, don't forget he's a bachelor now. He's a little flashy. Oh, a little that's flashy, true. A little extra flashy, a little extra showy, maybe. Maybe that has something to do with it. Bachelor. He's kind of changed his. He's got. He's trying to. Get, he's adding a little more swag lately.
1: Hmm, that's an interesting point. Okay, well, he was in Vancouver. He was having. Uh, he was about to have dinner. The protesters found out he was there. And somehow they got real organized real quick. They say there were hundreds of people outside the restaurant shouting at the prime minister, uh, cease fire now, cease fire now, calling on him as Canada to tell Israel stop bombing in Gaza. Oh, geez.
0: Everywhere he goes, I'm sure he's hearing something, right?
1: All of them, yeah. The deputy prime minister, yeah. the prime minister, and I mean, they kind of deserve it because they're very nuanced in their approach. You know, they'll be like, a, "Well, we support Israel's right to defend itself, but we'd really like them to stop bombing Hamas because of this, that, and the other thing." They're not really taking a stand, and people want them to take a stand. The problem for Trudeau is if he does take a stand, he's going to piss half the people yes. off. Yeah, and and it's not how it goes. not just piss them off, like really piss them off. So he was trying to have dinner and. Let's be very, very clear. You can hate the prime minister. I know statistically, the vast majority of the country (laughs) hates the man. They fucking hate him. Most people do. They want him gone. Yeah. Like 80% of the country is open to a new prime minister quick. So they don't like the guy and we get it. Everybody's allowed to have dinner. Everybody should be able to eat in peace. He's on the road. Mm -hmm. If he wants to have dinner, he should be allowed to have dinner. But the protesters saw an opportunity, and they, they're allowed to protest. So they were screaming outside the restaurant. Then a few of them got into the restaurant. And this is my major concern. We're paying millions of dollars to protect this fucking guy that nobody likes. And I don't think they're doing a very good job. How did protesters get right in his face in yeah, that restaurant? That's scary. They could have reached out and touched him. How can you get that close to the prime minister with that many people Watching the guy. I don't understand it. He should never have to deal with that. Never. Yeah. Hey, if he's out giving a campaign speech or he's out doing a rally, fair game. Go ahead and protest all you want.
0: Peaceful protest is key, right? I think just Thank key you. is like yes. bold, underlying peaceful protesting.
1: He was just having dinner yeah. and and people, they chased him out of the restaurant. Cat, they had to call in a hundred Vancouver police officers yeah. to protect the prime minister. A hundred cops. To protect a guy. All had to drop what they were doing to go to this restaurant and get the prime minister from one restaurant to another restaurant. Wow. It's fucked up. I don't know where we're going to go from here, but... Do you think he wants this job anymore? Like when he sees shit like that, do you think I he wonder. thinks, you know what? I'm done. Fuck it.
0: I know. <laughs> I often wonder that about some of these people in these positions. He's made so much Him money. especially. Oh. He,
1: his
0: when name- there's like flags that are selling out that say fuck and then your name. <laughs> like honestly though. And I'm not even one to like, you know, I, I try not to give my opinion on people too much. But if I if that was me and I, I came that far, I got the job and then I was reelected. But I'm still seeing... People say fuck you, basically, and hearing it all the time, it's got to take a toll on you. Like as much as people think he's he's smug, and maybe he is, I don't know. But as much as people probably think, oh, he's fine, like if fucking he could take it, fuck him. It's he's still a human. You know what I mean? All these people in these roles, they're still humans, and they could be sure they could they could be humans that you don't agree with, or humans that you just don't like or can can't relate to. But still, there's no way that doesn't impact him. There's no way he sees that and it doesn't hurt.
1: Well, I think for a long time there, he was very sheltered, especially during COVID. He wasn't out dealing with the public very often, and he didn't really even know about all the fuck Trudeau stuff. Or he thought it was all the 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 radicals a and group, blah, blah, blah. a certain group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all, insert the name of the thing that he called the people. there. Right, right. And now that he's out there and everywhere he goes, people are following him. And they're not just following him about Israel versus Hamas. They're following him about the carbon tax. They're following him about the fucking vaccines. They're following this guy about everything. Now he's in San Francisco for this APEC kind of summit thing, and nobody gives a shit. Nobody wants to talk to him because Canada's not really a player here. The, the president yeah. of China's there. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't want to talk to Trudeau. Even Biden doesn't really care, and they're boys. So. Yeah. You know, he's. It's got to be a little lonely at the top now. Your lo- your wife left you, probably a few years ago, but the official story is in the spring. Right. Your wife left you. People are carrying flags that say "fuck Trudeau." Hundreds of people are trying to get at you at a restaurant in Vancouver on a Tuesday night. Take a walk in the snow, dude. It's time to go. It's time to read the room and say yeah. they don't like me. Very I mean, much I could
0: here. never do it. I couldn't keep myself in that position. Never, but. We'll see how long it lasts.
1: We are running low on time, so we'll move to this, because I know this is a topic near and dear to Cat's Heart. If there were an apocalypse, zombies, mm-hmm. asteroid impact, another Y2K, ooh, however it goes down, one-third of us believe we'd be among the last people standing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a lot of confidence. Yeah. I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I don't buy it.
1: I don't think you've thought this through, How, people.
0: I would love to sit those one third of people down and say, all right, what's your plan? Where's your plan and what is it? If it's not at least written down or in your mind, you don't, you can't do it.
1: The The top reason that people think they would do so well in an apocalypse is because they believe in their solid survival skills and their ability to adapt to any situation. Okay. Is adaptability like, oh, shit, entire continents have been blown off the yeah. map by that asteroid? No.
0: no, these are people that think, well, I was able to go without cable. I adapted. <laughs> so here, <laughs> so I could probably do this. I learned, how to ch- I learned how to change my life.
1: How many people watched The Walking Dead and now think that they would be yeah. an expert zombie killer?
0: I think there's something to people who have confidence, because I think people who have confidence are going to make it farther than those who don't. People that are afraid by things quite easily are likely to not make it. So if you do have that confidence to say, yeah, I could, I could, let's go. I could do this or at least try to do it. Yeah. The likelihood of you making it is probably more so than someone who's just going to like sit back and fear and curdle up in the fetal position. You mm-hmm. know,
1: mm-hmm. they asked people, what would you miss the most if there was an apocalypse and the whole thing went to shit? The number ah. one thing people said they would miss the most pizza.
0: Yeah, pizza. It's so funny. You know what I thought of? The thing that I went without last week that I missed so much. And when I got back, I couldn't wait. TikTok. No. Oh. No, TikTok was still there. But in the apocalypse, I'm sure some people would say TikTok. For
1: me, coffee. Good coffee. Good I'm gonna coffee. Sorry, I'm going to put an asterisk.
0: Good coffee. I think that's what I would miss the most.
1: So from a survivalist standpoint, coffee is one of those things that, yeah, we'd miss it, but it doesn't need to be gone because it's just beans. So if you can get yourself to a coffee growing region, you might actually get better coffee. If you can get to Jamaica or Costa Rica, South America. You could still
0: boil, you could still use fire potentially, right? right. So you're right, there's potential to have coffee.
1: It's just not going to be easy. But yeah, Yeah. that's a really good one too. Uh, They asked people, who would you want to be on your apocalypse survival team? The number one response that people said, yeah, if there's an apocalypse, I need this guy on my side. Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Of course.
0: Yeah, of course. He can hold doors like (laughs) down so that nobody could come in. He's strong. Makes sense. He's probably, he's pretty smart too. I'm not surprised that was the number one answer.
1: Number two was Chuck Norris.
0: Really? In this day and age, you're still going to choose Chuck Norris guys. Isn't he like 90? Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Superman was number three. Well, I don't know why just, we didn't now start we're just there. fucking
0: around. Like, what are you talking about? Batman would be mine. Come on. Batman
1: wouldn't do pick shit a, in a real, zombie apocalypse. real people.
0: Or is this any, I guess this isn't necessarily real people.
1: It's fantasy. It's like a draft. Fan,
0: it's fantasy. Okay, fine. Fine, I'll play the game.
1: John Cena was number four. Sure. MacGyver made the list. I don't. Do you guys actually remember MacGyver? He was clever because you could give him like a, a rubber band and some popsicle sticks and a piece of tin foil, and he'd make you a radio transmitter. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Great. I don't know what he's really going to do, though, with today's technology. So I'm going to say MacGyver is a stupid one. Out of the entire top 10, not one of them is a woman. However, Elon Musk was ninth on the list. Elon Musk. What's he going to do to well, help you? Well, no,
0: because he can converse with the aliens really, really easily. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he speaks that language, doesn't he? I,
1: You know what? I have a feeling that if we were in a zombie apocalypse and we were doing kind of like they did in The Walking Dead where we got to figure out how to cure it. There's got to be a cure. Oh, I heard there's a cure in Washington at this whatever lab. I feel like Elon Musk yeah. is the guy who could actually make that shit happen.
0: He'd be the leader. He would absolutely be the leader. I have no question about it.
1: Uh, Can I just throw out a few headlines? Yeah. Give me an instant reaction. An obese convicted killer has just been released from prison because he cannot diet behind bars. What? Yep. What? He's an Italian man. He's doing 30 years in prison for murdering his girlfriend. They released him because judges ruled prison food doesn't allow him to diet effectively behind bars. And because he's obese, it's a health concern.
0: So he came in obese. Obese. Yeah. He didn't gain, obviously he didn't gain weight in prison. Right. And now they're letting him out because he's, he can't lose weight. How is that a thing that lets you out of prison?
1: Because we have some dumb fucking people that are in charge of making these decisions. These judges are so hellbent on Oh, well, yeah, that's a good point. And maybe lawyers are losing their touch at making a good point or a good argument, but these judges were actually convinced even though he killed his girlfriend. Oh, that's messed up. Murdered her. That's messed up. We're going to let him out of jail because the food isn't appropriate. Not considering any other possibilities, like maybe get him on Ozempic or one of the other things. Yeah, where's the doctor intervention before letting someone out
0: of prison? That's cr- that Was it Italy, you said? It was in oh, Italy. fucked
1: up. Yep.
0: Italy, what are you doing?
1: The average person hits the wall... Where they're just uh, at 2.36 p.m. on average. Okay, yeah. When, when is your wall? Mine's around 1.30 so in the afternoon.
0: Because Yeah, because of what I was going to say, because we're up so early, because of what we do for a living, for me, it's definitely earlier than that time. It's probably one. It's probably right around one o'clock where I'm like, okay, I need to take a break. Even if I don't take a nap, I need to take a break from working. Whatever that is for me. I need like 30 minutes to watch something or, or do something else but that's when I hit the wall and like my brain stops functioning.
1: I don't know about you, but there's a lot of days when my busiest point of the day is when I get home until the London show starts. I have so much shit going on, whether it's stuff for clients or, or lacrosse stuff. I'm real busy then, and that's when I hit my wall. Yeah. I think that's why I drink seven cups of coffee a day now.
0: Yeah, I can and I, I stop caffeine after I do one to two cups a day. That's it. Because if I do, then I fucks up my sleep at night. That's you, my problem.
1: Do you have any decaf in your Nespresso?
0: I do have decaf pods. I just don't use them. Because for me, I don't just drink coffee for the taste. I drink it for the caffeine boost.
1: Oh, I drink it for the kick. Got it. A uh, physics professor, his name is Kenneth Ohm, has decided he wants his remains after he dies put on the moon so that some future crop of aliens could clone him. Do we want to be cloned by aliens? Well, why would they want to clone us is my first why question. They? What, yeah, what do you want to do right. with it? Why are What are they doing with our clone? Well, and what do the aliens think of us? Like, do they look at us the way we look at the dog and shit like that? Like, yeah. or, are they just going to, we're, we're not equal with them. We're not superior to them. We're just like little pieces of shit. Like if they cloned us, it would be like if you got yourself a Roomba.
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so what I do you, was, honestly. Essentially. I don't know.
1: Well, listen, this guy is going to a company called Celestis. I looked it up because I'd never heard of Celestis. But if you recall, when the guy who created Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry died, it was this company that shot his remains into space. I
0: do remember hearing that story.
1: Now anybody can do it. And this uh, physics professor here, Kenneth Ohm, wants to be the next one. No joke. The packages are cheap. Hmm. So for $3,000, that's it, $3,000, they will take your, your cremated remains up into space and then bring you back down it'll be low earth or a bit like the same orbit as the space station. I see no point in that at all. I just think it's that's a waste of money. There's another one where you go up to space. It's like 3000 more. You do a couple of laps around the earth and then you basically disintegrate into a shooting star as you re-enter the atmosphere. Uh, I,
0: like space people would probably like that. Yeah. I know some space people that are probably ge- that would geek out and probably spend that money. But how do you know it's actually happening after you die? You know what I mean. Well, here's they're the, gonna tell
1: you that's it. But how do they know? How do you know that they're even doing that? Like, oh yeah, it launched. I'll take your money. Bye. The one this guy is gonna do is thirteen thousand dollars U.S. So we'll say eighteen to twenty grand Canadian. This is pretty reasonable. They're gonna launch you into space on the next time they go up with a little bit of your cremated remains. Your remains are going to sit on the south pole of the moon. Forever.
0: So they're landing on the moon. Yes. And dropping them off.
1: Well, it's not coming back. They're going to drop the thing on the moon. It'll be like a probe. It's just a thing. Yep. It sits on the moon. And then your remains are part of that on the moon. I think that's really neat. Imagine you really miss your, your, your dog or your grandparent that passed away. They're right there. Just look up at the moon. They're right there. Squint really hard. <laughs> well, it's not a C thing, but knowing that that's where they are and you can see where they are, I think would bring a lot of comfort to people.
0: Maybe. I mean, yes. So this guy that's doing the cloning, that wants to do the cloning thing, when you say, because he obviously it's not his ashes. You can't clone by, or you can't, there's no DNA in ashes anymore.
1: I think they'll send some DNA up with your ashes. Got
0: it. So like some- Some
1: hair, boogers, whatever. Some piss. Here's a jar of piss. <laughs> Enjoy aliens. No, I'm just kidding.
0: But yeah, okay. I- I don't. I don't know why. Why he would want that, but I see that. I could see if in the future something weird did happen where we could clone and then we go to the moon a lot and then someone's like, "Hey, let's clone this guy." But it's not like it's going to be you anyway. It's going to be a clone of you, so you'll never know if you were cloned or not. No,
1: know what I'm saying. It, uh, no, I totally get it, and you'd be dead and gone at that point, so you wouldn't really care if there's another you. Like I don't give a shit. It's I'm gone. I'm, I, yeah. I've moved on. I'm in another dimension now. But somebody would get the high honor of getting to know another cat in the future. Yeah, it's a, weird thing. it's a weird thing for me to wrap my mind around. Me too. But when you think about how much money people pay for like mausoleums, burial plots, caskets and yeah. coffins, for the exact same price, you could have your remains on the moon and always be there. How many people have paid to have a grave dug and then you trek down there every couple of months when it's their yeah. birthday or Christmas to say, I miss you? Wouldn't it be great if you could just look up at the moon and it's the same shit?
0: I mean, and we are, like, losing space here on Earth. Pretty, I shouldn't say we're losing space on Earth. We have space on Earth. We're just, like, the places where we want to put things, are, it's becoming few and far in between. Because we're so bad at planning. Because we're dumb. Yeah, the biggest country on
1: dumb. Earth, and we can't seem to figure out how to move people around it. the human race is stupid, and that's
0: why the aliens are going to eventually invade.
1: Maybe that's why they won't bother cloning. Those guys? No fucking way.
0: F- fuck that. It's like bringing back the dodo bird. No, thank you. <laughs>
1: It's great to know there could be aliens somewhere in the universe talking shit about us know, about how stupid it's awesome. we are.
0: And I can't blame them.
1: Yeah. Listen to this shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they Quick. think they're smart, but <laughs> can't even figure out what to do with the seniors. Fucking idiots. Build a Margaritaville. It's easy. All right, we got to go, everybody. Have a fantastic day. We'll catch you right back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, we're oh, not. Oh,
0: no. You're not, yeah, you're not going to be here.
1: Tomorrow. I got to figure
0: out how to produce this thing because then I was going to give you guys a podcast eventually if Scott's not here. I'm going to give you guys a podcast. But for tomorrow, there's just not going to be a podcast.
1: Right. So Monday is going to be, I believe, our 1,000th episode of After 9. And on Monday, I'll tell you why I'm not here tomorrow. It's a a family thing, but it's a nice thing at the same time. Good.
0: I'm glad you're going to talk about it. So that'll be on
1: Monday. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Bye.